Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, June 10. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafit de Oliveira. Jafit, go ahead and pray for us, please. Yeah. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for the beginning of a fresh week. I ask God for a blessing as we review this text and uh, reflect on what it means for us today and uh, ask for your wisdom and guidance as always in Jesus' precious and beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Okay, this week we're reading from Romans 3, 1 through 8, English Standard Version for today. Then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the value of circumcision? Much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Does their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Yet let God be true, though everyone were a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness serves to show the righteousness of God, what shall we say? That God is unrighteous to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For then how could God judge the world? But if through my lie God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not do evil that good may come, as some people slanderously charge us with saying, their condemnation is just? All right. All right. So here's the question for today, as you're thinking at the beginning of the week here, and uh, I hope that you've read The Daily Walk. If you haven't, I'd encourage you to go to bowler.church forward slash daily and read today's Daily Walk. It's written by Mark Wittes. Uh, he's a pastor at Pacific Union College, uh, the campus church there. Brilliant week this week, really worthwhile reading, and uh, here's the question for today. Do you feel that your faith gives you an advantage in life? In what ways? Do you feel that your faith gives you an advantage in life? And in what ways? Well, what do you think? Well, I, I like he, he is very much obsessed with the, I mean, we're continuing on the circumcision and Oh, uh, I thought Jews. you were talking about Mark was obsessed. No, no, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Mark is obsessed. I mean, Paul. Um, that it, yeah, it's a continuation on last week. Yeah, he is, week, from last week. Yes, he's just, uh, it's because obviously we cut the text is up. Is circumcision a but, big deal? Is it a big advantage? Is it not? Well, and I think he, Does I, the Jew have an advantage? Does he not? Who yeah. has the advantage? And I think it's, it's actually really important that he's bringing this up because all of the text so far was saying like, you know, give up on this circumcision. It doesn't mean anything. And it's truly, it doesn't, it's symbolic. Um, and he was saying that, you know, last week as we were looking at the text, he was saying, let it go. Don't put all your faith in this kind of thing. And circumcision obviously means a lot more and it has become a lot more, lots, it's symbolic of a lot more of different things, right? And so he's now saying, but hang on a second. There are some advantages to being a Jew because last week he was saying, hey, forget being claiming this Jew as this great thing. But now he's saying there is some advantage to it. And so I think it's a good question. Do you feel that your faith gives you an advantage in life and in what ways? Does it, is it an advantage in my life to be Seventh-day Adventist? Is it an advantage in my life to belong to my local congregation, Boulder Church? And in what ways? I think actually there is. And if there wasn't, then why would I belong to it? Other well, than I think it's curious, the whole idea of an advantage. Ooh. Because if you think you have an advantage, to me that implies... I like advantages when I'm driving. Um, I like horsepower. 
It implies that something is stacked in your favor. What, what's, what's wrong with which, that? Which, okay, if something's stacked in your favor, uh-huh. it's stacked against somebody else. Oh, okay, that's good. Right. I like that. So, I like advantages. That. And, you, and you don't see God as actually letting anybody have anything stacked in their favor? Well, I don't know whether I see that or not. I, I think that, no, I think that's good. I think I have issues with the idea of it. I mean, it could be true. No, I, I don't think it comes... I mean, people do. I mean, you, you look at people, you know, we have the idea that all people are created equal, but mm. it doesn't take much um, looking around to see that that's not true in any mm. sense of the word. Yeah. Um, we're no, not created equally in terms of attractiveness, intelligence, talent, what we're yeah, born no, into, the advantages right now, I know. that I we that have. Way. So, yeah, I don't know. Your faith, does it give you an advantage? Would you want it to give you an advantage? Do you want something? Do you kind of want a leg up on everybody else? Do you want to feel, I think that's a weird thing, to be like, hmm, I have an advantage. I'm going to get to heaven. Well, and maybe other people won't because I have an advantage. It's, inter- it's interesting it's that you went curious. there, though. It's well, interesting that you that's went there. kind of the direction that it's going, so I just thought I'd no, hurry and up. I think, I think we that- have 10 minutes. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you went there because I think that's actually what people think. Um, I think that's what people feel that faith could be. It could be this advantage over others um, as opposed to I I think that what Paul's trying to say here that there is a responsibility because he does say this in the text, right? He says, to begin with the Jews, we're entrusted with the oracles of God. And in the entrusted with the oracles of God, I mean, that word entrusted is a really unique word because he, Paul is trying to say here is that it's not that you have it and that you get to keep it. It's that you actually have a responsibility with it. And I think that's the, the flip, the switch that he's trying to do inside this story here. So he's trying to say, look, yeah, you guys, you guys actually do know something, but it's not that you have an advantage over salvation in, in the sense of like, oh, man, because you know now, nobody else does, and God's going to be throwing everybody else away. Because Paul does say just before, he said, look, the Jew, the Greek, uh, all of them. I'm going to. I'm going to be very gracious. God's going to be gracious to all of them. He wants to bring everybody in, but we have a responsibility if we do know to do something with it. So, in, do I feel my faith gives me an advantage in life? I think that is actually there are benefits, and I think that's actually good. And I don't think that I should throw away those advantages and benefits. I mean, like I, I was born where I was born. I didn't get to choose where I was born, but those are good things, right? And should I should I like denounce my passport and my inheritance? I just think it's an interesting way of looking at it in terms of advantages. Mm. I mean, if you wanted to ask me, do I think there's anything positive that faith affords a person in life? Yeah, I would probably answer the question a little bit differently. I mean, I think, in particular, having hope sometimes in desperate situations. You know, this last week we had two very famous people commit suicide just in the last week: Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. So, you know, I don't know what their faith life was like, and I certainly don't want to imply that people of faith don't also face issues of depression Mm. and don't, in some cases, take their lives. But I wonder if it makes a difference, Mm. you know, if having faith gives you an advantage, if you want to call it that. It gives you a vantage point of thinking about um, kind of the finality of things being different than what they may appear to be. There's a longer-term plan in yeah. place. And suicide, and suicide is very complicated because yeah. of all the chemical imbalances I'm, that people absolutely. have. Absolutely. So, so I, I don't want to presume as, I don't know these people's stories. And I it's don't. not as simple as just hope. But I, but I do love, 
I do love what you're saying about hope because I think that actually does play deeply into the blessing of actually what faith does bring to us. I mean, I don't think hope is a cure, but I think it certainly doesn't hurt anything to have hope. No. Would be maybe one thing that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually, I love belonging to a local church for many reasons, and and not least of this, that I was just talking to to someone about this the other day, um, that I, I look forward to, I look forward to church, I look forward to church on Saturday morning, just because I look forward to just seeing people and gathering together with people and it's it's fun for me and I enjoy like connecting with their stories and seeing how their week was like and seeing what's going on in their lives and and sharing as well what's going on in my life and I feel like there's just so many wonderful intersections that goes on that's inspiring to me but I also like that even though things are sometimes hard um, and people have difficult weeks and difficult days that uh, when I intersect and they intersect in my life as well, we get to sit down and commiserate about that. Uh, mm. And that's kind of encouraging as well. So I feel like there are some great advantages that take place inside Well, then that's there. an interesting question because that brings up, is there an advantage to being in a community of faith or to having faith? Because those are two totally different mm. things. You could belong to a community of faith without having so much as a shred of faith personally. Yes, I think that's true. And you could have all the advantages of that, of the friendship of, you know, whatever comes with belonging to a community. I yeah. think there are health we enc- benefits we in our blue zones. We encourage people to actually belong without believing. Right. Uh, because that's, you know, you're welcome to come. And whether you know anything about God, you can belong. Absolutely, yeah. I just wonder, no. would the actual faith make any difference beyond the belonging? I mean, we can't tell yeah. the difference between people who genuinely have faith and people who are Well, isn't that what Paul's it, point is, though? I mean, in the, yeah, last, in the, in the passage before that we, we were looking at last week, uh, I mean, that, that he was just doing a one go, but that's his point was that last week was saying, you, you guys have pretended to have this faith. You pretended to be this particular type of person, and I want you to be a little bit more, like, deeply authentic. Not a little bit more, deeply authentic, but... Well, mm. we'll explore this some more. We'll read it in different translations. Um, so I encourage you today, beginning of a new week, fresh day, uh, Sunday today, as you explore this with your friends and your family, do you feel that your faith gives you an advantage in life? And in what ways does it do that? And uh, we'll connect tomorrow. Until then, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.